Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to the Claimed Podcast. I'm Anna Rova, your host, and let me tell you a little bit about myself if you're new to the podcast. I'm a femininity and feminine embodiment coach, and I run a very powerful program for single successful women who want to attract and keep committed masculine men or women who are already in relationships but want to change that feminine masculine polarity in their relationship. All right, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to rule number eight of the 10 rules of being claimed. And if you haven't listened to the previous seven rules, make sure you do that because there's a lot of juice there and there's a lot of stuff that you will really learn about 10 rules of being claimed or how to attract your committed masculine men pretty much. If you want a bit more information and you're really keen on, you know, learning how to work with me and everything, you can also sign up for my signature webinar training on how to attract your masculine men and what are the three shifts that you need to make as a woman in order to fall back into your femininity and claim your power as a woman um, and thus attract committed masculine men. So go to girlskill.com slash webinar. You can sign that for that there. All right, so let's begin. A really important rule and something that I feel like not a lot of people are talking about. Rule number eight says practice the 80-20 of advice giving. So very important, something that I mentioned in my uh, Medium articles as well. So let's talk about this. In general, when we talk, I mean, probably most of you are familiar with the 80-20 rule in general. That's uh, mostly applied to business, but I've applied it to relationships. And so the 80-20 rule basically, um, for those of you who don't know, applies to, you know, how this idea of that, you know, 20% of most of our activities that are most important activities actually lead to 80% of the results. And you can apply the 80-20 rule principle to everything in your life. And But pretty much that's the input is 20% so that you can get 80% of the results. For example, in me, because I run my own business and, and even in your work, you know, the question becomes then how do you like what is the 20% of the input that can bring you the 80% of results and just focus on that. So <laughs> the 80-20 rule of uh, advice giving in a, in a relationship that has that masculine feminine polarity, right? Where if you are a woman who has a feminine essence, which means you are deeply yearning and craving for a masculine committed man, you want to surrender or let go and trust him to lead you into a relationship, um, then this is going to be a great rule for you. And because um, I teach a lot of women in terms of like, stop telling him what to do. You know, that's the main rule. But how do you actually do that? And how do you know that fine line between between giving him advice and asking for advice? So I actually got and this Everything that I put out there is inspired by clients that I work with, by real women that I work with. That's why it resonates, because if one woman is struggling with this, chances are that there are many women struggling with this. So it's like when we apply the 80-20 rule, it's not necessarily the input and the output. 
You could also think about it this way, but normally it's like the proportion of advice giving that you as a feminine woman um, gives and then receives. But you can also look at this. So basically the rule states that 80-20, meaning that if you're not sure like, oh my God, how like I need to stop telling him what to do all the time, but I still want to be like, that's what, so Jen, a client of mine who's working with me in, in the program, he's, she said, so she's like, I follow your advice of not telling him what to do or not, you know, when a man comes to you for advice, that's a feminine energy in a way. When you are asking for help, when you're coming to advice, when you are leaning back, surrendering and, and, and receiving, that's a feminine energy. But that's not to say that a man can never ask for your advice, right? That's what where her con- confusion was. Like, you know, I'm a partner. We're equal partners. How do we make sure that Mm, you know, I still like he he genuinely wants my perspective and wants my advice. And I was like, yeah, that's valid. But I think that the ratio of advice giving and advice receiving has to be 80-20. That's my recommendation as well. Again, everything I'm saying is a recommendation. It's not a prescription. Uh, so you would have to see how would that apply to your dynamics with men or especially if you're in a relationship how would that apply there and how you can perhaps shift that dynamic in your relationship so the 80 but you could also think about this in terms of proportion so basically in terms of proportion how that works is he gives you advice 80 percent of the time and then you give him advice 20 percent of the time or reversed he asks for your advice 20% of the time and you are the one asking for his advice 80% of the time. So I hope you understand how that works. And if you have any questions, comment below or DM me on Instagram if you want to chat about it more. But it also, we can we can really look at it as from in terms of input-output perspective. And I mean, obviously, I'm just like, these are my own thoughts. But we, we can also look at this, you know, what is your 80-20 in terms of um, giving advice, you know? Because I find that the, the problem is with a lot of women, we're very, we're very eager and easy to give advice, um, to tell him what to do. Well, here's what you need to do. Like, here are the next steps of how to do this. Why don't you do that? Why don't you do this? Like, <laughs> you, even a woman, like I'm the same woman like you. I'm married. I have a baby. You know, I just happen to be, to have mastered this feminine masculine polarity. But even in me, I have this tendency to to tell him what to do a lot of the times because I think I know better and I know best, but not necessarily better or best. It's just, it's in our nature to nurture. It's on, it's in our nature to make things better. And how we make things better in our mind is to tell him that he needs to go to the doctor. Have you, um, you know, have you, have you um, forgotten or did you, did you remember to put your socks up and did you remember to put your lunch up and have you, uh, you know, have you put the doctor's appointment? What about nappies? What about this? Why don't you do that? You know, all of these things uh, is actually really annoying to the masculine. And so, we, we we have to practice leaning back, letting go, and let him be a man, an adult man who can take care of his own needs, who sometimes will forget things and fuck things up and make mistakes, but that's okay. Like, we're adults here. You don't need to parent your men. And so a lot of the times with this advice giving and telling him what to do, it's very much 
we might uh, stumble upon a parenting dynamic where we're parenting our men. And that's really annoying, not only for the men that are with us. And by the way, a, a truly masculine man who stands strong in his masculinity, he will leave a woman who, um, yeah, he will leave a woman who who is too much pushing and, and pressing and parenting him. He will leave her because it's impossible to fight with a woman like that who can't lean back, you know? And one of the comments I see here on Instagram, by the way, those of you who listen to the podcast, I'm also doing this live on Instagram and that's going to be saved in my IGTV. So make sure to check that out. So one of the comments is, it's funny because when my mom does that, I get annoyed. Yeah, it's really annoying when people give you advice that you haven't asked for. So unsolicited advice in general is a rule that you can practice in your life. Right now, I, I've had a dynamic with my sister exactly like this because I would share something with her and then she'd start giving me advice on what to do, where in fact, I don't need to tell her to tell me what her to tell me what to do. Like I know what to do <laughs> sometimes or most of the times I'll ask. And so I've actually one important thing that you bring up here in the comment. I've cultivated this idea or sense that I don't give out unsolicited advice to anyone, to my friends, to my sister. And, and it's, it's a hard thing to do to lean back. But that, that has been mostly because I've stepped into my femininity. And I also worked with my beliefs of like, because the energy of advice giving and telling people what to do is a very masculine energy. A lot of the times you do that because you want to prove something to someone or you want to be extra helpful or you want to do different things for different people because the nurturer in us wants to fix things and want to make things better and all of that. But that's a very much give, give, give energy. And what happens, we talked about this in, in previous episodes, that you then expect things to, to, to be returned because you give, 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 you expect to, to, to get, get, get. And then a lot of the times that doesn't happen. And then resentment builds, then disappointment builds, and so on and so forth. So that's not a sustainable solution. One advice that I can give you, unsolicited, but I guess it is solicited because you've tuned into my live and you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> So one learning that I can share with you is catch yourself on one of the action items. Catch yourself. When are you giving unsolicited advice? Ad unsolicited advice is advice that has not been asked or called for, especially with men, right? So it's a practice of leaning back and how, and then I was coming back to what I was saying is, you know, we can really look at the 20% of input that would give you the output, if you start practicing the 80-20 rule of advice giving, meaning that you ask for advice 80% of, like if we, let's say, 100% of advice asking and receiving in the relationship, let's say, right, like there's a man and a woman, let's say me and my husband, right? So, Obviously, during the day, we interact with each other. We ask each other questions and things like that. Me and my partner are also business partners, parents, husband and wife, lovers, like everything. We're not friends. And by the way, on roles, um, I did a special rule on roles that, that's called He's Not Your Other Half. I think it's rule number four or five. Can't remember, but check that out. Uh, where I talk about choose one role and really focus on that. So, you know, when I'm with my man, 80% of the time, I'm the one to ask for advice from him. 20% of the time, he's the one to ask me for advice. And so 
and if we reverse that, 20% of the time I'm giving the one the one to give advice and 80% of the time he's the one to give advice. And so for me as a woman, that input that I give actually only 20% of the time is producing amazing results, producing 80% of the results that I want. Because when, when I'm not telling him what to do a lot and when I'm stepping back and everything, he feels free. And we talked about um, in one of the rules, I think we talk, yes, I mentioned that, you know, the masculine craves freedom. Freedom for him is the highest value. If he feels free with you in the relationship, he's going to stay with you forever. It doesn't mean that he's not going to be seduced by other things, which he's not going to most probably act on. But he he is going to be with a woman who's he will feel free with, who doesn't tell him what to do, nag or parent or whatever. And such a woman is a gem in today's times um, because such a woman knows how to lean back. She doesn't need to tell him what to do, parent him, control. Now, we, now we're coming to control. Most of the women that I work with, they come to me with a problem. I can't lose control, can't give up control. I need to control everything and everywhere. Now, yeah, I mean, control is a very masculine energy and that's very helpful to check out the box, to check off the boxes of your career and business and lifestyle and everything. But unfortunately, actually fortunately, this is not what's going to help you with attracting committed masculine men who you want to surrender to, let them lead and so on and so forth. So women a lot of the times are self-sabotaging themselves while they constantly give advice, parent, control their men. We need to let that shit go (laughs) and let our men lead and let our men step into their masculine power, which is so attracted to us. We're just attracted to that like bees to honey, just like they're attracted to us, to our feminine energy. Like that's what polarity really is about. So yeah, somebody say, it's hard to swallow your advice for your but if you just support them emotionally instead, it gives them the foundation to solve, build themselves up. If you just support so somebody, are you asking a question? I don't, I don't understand. Lee, I think, right? Actually, instead, it gives them the foundation to solve an issue themselves and build themselves up. So I think what Lee is mentioning, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's a man, and I, I might know Lee. Yeah. So anyways, he's saying that, you know, it's hard to swallow the advice and instead um, perhaps give women emotional tools, um, you know, to solve the issue themselves and build themselves up. Well, yeah, Lee, that's what I'm doing when I work with women. But right now, you know, it's impossible to me for me to do that with women right now because I'm sharing very kind of practical things and, and, and things that they need to think about and, and really, really practice in the relationships. And as I mentioned in my previous episode, which perhaps you haven't watched, um, I mentioned a lot that all the 10 rules for being claimed that I'm sharing here is just the tip of the iceberg. These are the tips and tricks to think about, right? But the work needs to, the emotional work and how you build yourself up as a woman needs, needs this is deep work, right? So uh, when I work with women and we work on beliefs, we work on embodiment, we work on your femininity, so that all of these things actually will come naturally for you. So that is the deepest work and the biggest work. Okay, yeah, Lee, Lee, Lee saying, yeah, he, he means in general as a man yourself. Okay, yeah. All right. We'll need to discuss it a bit further because I didn't really understand your question. But okay, so what Lee is saying basically as a man, so there's a man listening to this, ladies. He's saying as a man, if you support women emotionally instead, 
it gives them the foundation to solve an issue themselves and build themselves up to it. Yeah, okay. I think I know what you mean. So but what, I'm, what I'm really saying here, you know, when I look at my relationship, and I've heard from Jen, a client of mine, she's saying, my man comes to me for advice all the time, and it's really annoying. <laughs> so if you're a woman like that, now you understand why it's really annoying. Because when a man constantly comes to you for advice, he's in his feminine energy, you know. That means that he doesn't have the capacity or he's, he might have the capacity, but he's not cultivated that capacity to stand strong on his own feet and do what he needs to do without asking you for advice or asking others for advice. And so on a practical level, I'll share with you my example with my husband, which I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. So when I have a problem <laughs> or something that I really need to figure out, and it's really annoying, I can't find the answer, what do I do? I always reach out to community to support. I ask him, I ask my support system, my masterminds, my sister, my friends, I ask everyone. And uh, if you're a woman like that, comment below. Um or send me a message because there's also a, a difference there between, you know, constantly asking for advice, not trusting yourself and really trusting yourself. So it's a fine line there. And over the years, and now I'm coming back full circle to actually trusting myself and to make my decisions, right? So there is a balance there. I think that a lot of the times we do need to reach out. But most of the times we actually know the answer already. And that's why so many women are not as aggressive and not as, you know, not as risk risky in, in making decisions and going and making big decisions. That is one of the difference between men and women. And especially that also relates to the pay gap, for example. Oh, my God. Why did I touch this subject? Let's just close this subject before I open up a can of warmth. But in generally, when you look at men, men are much more risky. Men are much more aggressive in making decisions and just living on the edge. That is the masculine journey. The feminine journey is the opposite of that. We are risk averse. We can't make decisions. We can make decisions and we need to have actually the balls to make big decisions. But it's not in our nature. And I feel like it's not in my nature. I am scared a lot of the time to make that huge step. You know, I'll share with you a story. My man, like I've been borrowing the ball, the balls of my man. And actually this concept that I'm very passionate about, if you want to know about this more, message me and I'll do another um, live or write or do a podcast episode. This concept of um, borrowing masculine energy. This is something that I came up with um, as a solution to how a woman can still be present in her body and in her femininity, but make bold moves, make risky movements and make big decisions. Um, and obviously there's so many women, like I work with busy, successful women who have to make these huge decisions all the time in their life. A woman can either really get really masculine in that and stay in that, or she can be connected to her body and to her masculinity and take advantage of the masculine in the men. So sometimes I hear these, uh, you know, phrases out there that men just need to shut up. Men do not understand women. So they just need to step back and let the women decide and go forward. I mean, yeah, there is some truth to that because, you know, we need to assert ourselves and find our own truth. But I think it would be a tremendous disservice to us women if we just push the men back away, especially in business, especially in career and work and so on and so forth, simply because men have, first of all, 
naturally have this capacity to live on the edge, to take risks and to go forward. Why? If we talk about evolutionary psychology, because men's parental investment is so much smaller than a woman's parental investment. If we really look at evolutionary psychology, when men, you know, hunter-gatherer societies and so on, so for, for thousands of thousands of thousands of years um, that societies traditionally lived like that and gender roles were very, very clear. Men were out there to hunt while women were in there with their babies and their children. Things are changing a lot um, right now. But biology, we cannot change biology. So these evolutionary things are in our head. It's evolutionary psychology. As long as women are the ones to get pregnant, carry babies, give birth and nurse, I have a daughter, she's one and a half, we are going to be in that dynamic. Our natural inclination is not to hunt and go and take risks. Our natural inclination is to actually go within and protect our babies. Like when there is danger, the, the natural instinct for a woman, if she's a mother, but even if not, because she's in a female body that's designed to create life, is actually to retreat and to be safe and secure and to be with other women. Because evolutionary speaking, I've read this in an amazing book, by the way, called A Mind of Her Own by Anne Campbell. Um, really fascinating things and research and everything how did women protect themselves from danger when in the cave times let's say there's a tiger or whatever whatever all the women were staying back with babies so how did they protect themselves in numbers they protect themselves in groups with other women who are also protecting babies and so in in numbers that's why actually why i'm mentioning this is because female friendships and the bond that females create between themselves one of the reasons is because of that men do not have that men are very much more individualistic because they go pursue and hunt and they strive for dominance and hierarchy where women are not interested in dominance and hierarchy anyways i digress let's get back to the subject Andarova. what are you telling here about evolutionary psychology and things hi girlfriends Sorry to interrupt uh, your listening to the episode, but I quickly wanted to jump in and let you know that I have prepared something exciting for you. If you're interested in polarity, femininity, and how to embrace your feminine and how to attract primarily masculine men in your life, this announcement is going to be very useful for you because I'm talking about my signature uh, training. Uh, I'm like, how do I describe this experience? Because it's really an experience, you know. This is a signature training, my one-hour webinar that I've put together. And it honestly, it's it's been through a few iterations in the last two years. But I feel like this is the best yet training of mine that didn't come from, you know, reading two books and three courses and like coming together in a copy-paste thing that I now advise women to do. No, this has come from me, my own lived experience through my dating life and through finding and attracting the masculine men of my dreams and then marrying him and creating a family. This also came, yes, indeed, from a lot of research and learning and courses and coaches and, oh my God, you name it. You know, it's been a, it's been a journey of five years for me about that time. And also this has come from my clients. So the previous training, how is this different if you've signed up for another training of mine? which was the lie of female success, by the way. This is different because this is now 
coming through a distillation of my work one-on-one with women who I've helped get to that place where they're just attracting better men and they start attracting better masculine men and are on their way to actually to a relationship eventually. Not only masculine, but also masculine committed men. So if you are in a situation where you are attracting men that are less than desirable, let's say they're feminine men who don't want to lead, don't want to take charge, and men who are unavailable, then this training is for you. I will have to call this training, how to start attracting your masculine committed men, basically in 30 days or less. And in this training, I will share with you some of the key things that I've learned throughout this journey that are helping. That's what my work with women is based on. So in this 60-minute training, you'll find the number one reason why you're still single and can't attract a committed masculine men. It's not what you think. How to break through the patterns of attracting unavailable or feminine men, as I said, and find your blind spot so you can attract the men you want. How to master the feminine masculine polarity so you start feeling taken care of, claimed, and finally be able to let go of control and uncover the lie of female success that's keeping you stuck, exhausted, and unfulfilled, which means in masculine energy all the time. So you can start living in freedom and joy and much, much more. So if you're interested, go to girlskill.com slash webinar sign up and I can't wait for you to see this training and to let me know how it went and by the way there's no replays for this so make sure you select the time that you can show up and be fully present all right I'm gonna jump off and you continue listening to this episode so coming back to advice giving 20 80 20 I, I was starting to tell you about my man so you know, it's, yes, for for everyone, it's, it's very good to cultivate that decision-making within you. What's true for me? And where's that line of me stopping to ask advice from everyone? I just need to make my freaking decision, right? What feels true to me? And that, for me, comes from practicing your own femininity, stepping back and listening to yourself, but also from experience. You know, I've made plenty of decisions that were great and not so great, And actually, I'll share with you a hack that I do that has relieved me of a lot of stress and guilt. I make a lot of mistakes in in everything, right? In baby and life and business and coaching and everything. But how I move forward in an easy way, first of all, I practice my feminine flow, embodiment that I teach women in my program. But I also give myself some credit and I tell myself, you know what? This didn't work out. You made a dumb mistake. Make sure you learn from this. You're doing this for the first time. And then I move on and I forget about it. So while having said that, the next thing is, you know, if you want to respect your man and really trust him, then you got you to gotta stop telling him what to do and giving him advice all the time. So with my man, for example, the other day we were making a really big decision and I'm constantly like asking him, like, but string, don't you want to ask this guy? Don't you want to ask this guy? Don't you want to post this in our group? And he's like, I don't need advice. I know what to do. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that didn't sit well with me because I'm like, like in my mind, why wouldn't you get advice in order to make the best decision? But he doesn't think like that. Men do not really think like that. They do not have the need to ask for advice constantly. Well, when men are standing strong in their masculine energy. So that's how it works. And honestly, he doesn't ask me for advice almost at all. Like when I really think about this, we can discuss things and he could be like asking me something 
I'm even having a really hard time coming up with an example. <laughs> it's probably related to like my daughter or something like that. But normally I bring up stuff in the conversation, like what are we doing this weekend? And let's make the plans here. And should we do la la la, you know, all my questions. And he just sits there and listens. And then he does things. And he doesn't ask me for advice and I don't give it to him. I, of course, have a tendency to like telling what to do. The one thing that I do I actually ask him, have you packed lunch for tomorrow? But I find that this is something that I naturally do because I know he forgets. So that's pretty much it um, in that sense. So the rule is, and I'll, I'll answer a question here or comment on this in a second, but if you are the one giving advice more than receiving advice, my suggestion to you is start saying, I don't know, right? Like, I don't know. What do you think? Lean back and let him do life. Let him make his own decisions. Realize that he's not a little boy and you don't need to mother him. He's a grown-up man who knows what to do. It's going to be hard in the beginning, but you have to practice that. If you have been a woman who's constantly given advice and parented their men, this has to stop. And how this stops is really leaning back and focusing on yourself. If you want to listen to the other seven rules that we've discussed, it's all about that. Lean back work on your beliefs, release control. And you will find, like, once you do that, I can promise you, you will find so much liberation and room to breathe and the space to not parent another human, especially if you're a mother. Like, if you're a mother of one or two, you don't need another child. Like, you need a man by your side, an equal partner, a solid partner who can make his own decisions. And if he comes to you for advice constantly, you got to start practicing, I don't know. I don't know. Why don't you decide? Not sure. So some of the things, um, oh, one, one advice, one, one tip, one tip. I really dislike when I ask something of my husband and he says, I don't know. I really hate it. And so I've been telling him about it. I was like, can you please stop telling me I don't know? Like, I understand that he might not know, but it really feels like to me, and he shouldn't know everything, right? But to me, it doesn't sound right when he says, I don't know. I'm like, well, who knows? Like, I'm asking you, you're supposed to know what this is. Not not really supposed to know. I mean, this is really a masculine and feminine dynamic for me, you know? And maybe this comes from a place of daddy issues for me. Like, uh, my dad always knew the answer to a lot of different things. And so I would love my man to have... I don't want to say most of the answers, but you know what I mean. So what I ask him to do is like, if I say something, he's he can, I'm like, can you say something? For example, we can figure it out or give me some time or, you know, we can do this and we can do that. So it's all about that trust, right? And by the way, the previous rule, trust actions, not words is very important for you to understand. But when he tells me, I don't know, I'm like, you're leaving me kind of deflated, like, hmm. You know, so we've practiced that. And now he doesn't say, I don't know. He just says something else or maybe he doesn't say anything. But that's one tip. So some of the action steps that you can do if you feel the need or the pull to always give him advice, tell him what to do, blah, blah. Uh, some of the things that you can say if he's going, if, you, if, you, if he's coming to you for advice, for example, or if you want to bring a conversation, because obviously, like, we're not talking about you being this damsel in distress woman who just shuts up. Do, doesn't participate in decision making, is not an equal partner, so on and so forth. We're really talking about you, a woman being in her feminine power, who's ambitious, who's successful, who's driven, but who's also who also doesn't need to parent her man. 
Like she wants a masculine man who stands strong on his own feet and actually can lead them into a relationship. So that's a man that she really needs to trust. And so how I would recommend having a discussion with a man that, you know, perhaps you're discussing certain things, not in a direct masculine way energy, but you could say, you know, do you think it will work? Or how is it going with? Or, you know, what would this give you? Another magic phrase that I learned, this is not my phrase, but a lot of, <laughs> if you obviously, if you're a feminist, this woman, you can say, I feel like this is not the right way to go. Or I feel like this might not be the best solution here. You know, when you start with I feel like, men do not in interpret it as, as, um, as a threat. A lot of men who stand strong in their masculine energy, when they hear a woman giving him advice or telling him what to do, they perceive this as a threat to their own masculinity, to their own decisions. And if they're pushing back, that's actually a good thing. So I would really recommend you to pay attention to that and lead with, I feel like, or I believe it might be better. A lot of women with emasculate men with their advice giving, constant bickering and constantly telling them what to do, because obviously they don't focus on themselves, but they, they make their men their life project, which is rule number seven. Don't make your men your life project. So, you know, and then you can just say, I trust that you will make the right decision. That's it. Walk away. Simple, simple, but not simple, right? So avoid things like you should do this. Why don't you do this? I told you so. You know, I'm always right. Although I know how it feels because I'm always, not always, I'm a lot of the times I'm right. <laughs> and it takes a lot of courage, patience and practice to actually, to actually be in your feminine energy and not tell your man that he's wrong again or I told you so and blah, blah, whatever, you know. Um, another phrase that you can use that I don't have a good feeling about this. And then what you need to do, if you step on the journey of allowing him to make his own decisions, step into his masculinity, your thing to practice then is to let him make decisions and most importantly, fail and make mistakes. A lot of the times women are very intuitive and very sensitive to this is not the right decision if she even if she can't intellectualize it rationalize it she knows it in her gut this is not the right way to do it but if you want your man to step up and make his own decisions you're going to let him fail and this is something very important to understand men go through constant up, ups and downs that's how they build their character so if you do not let him fail then he's never going to build his character and so you got to let him fail and you got to let him do what he said he needs to do and then set up the consequences and things like that. But be prepared. Once you step on this journey, it's not an easy journey, but it's a very rewarding journey. If he said he's going to do it, let him do it and let him fail. I don't know, whatever whatever the task is, right? Let him fail and, and watch him in his misery. And don't try to fix it because that's how men learn. Men learn through mistakes and through failure. That's it. And don't protect him from making mistakes or, or getting into trouble. This is a very hard thing for women to swallow simply because we, 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 we're nurturers. We want things to improve and always get better. But you're not there. You're not his mother. And he has to learn and he has to fail and he has to get back up. And you're going to respect him more for doing so. So that's kind of everything that I had for you today. If you have any questions, let me know. I'm just going to read one comment here. I tend to act clueless when a guy I like asks advice, but I definitely appreciate being there with him as he figures things out. Yeah, 
Well, you you have the answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, you could act clueless, but I mean, it also has to be genuine, right? And so, but then again, if you're attracting a guy who asks you a lot for advice, that tells me that you might be in your masculine energy a lot. If you're, if, if you're a feminine essence woman and you are in your feminine energy and you're leaning back and everything, we will be attracting committed ma- like masculine men, right? Um, and so I would have to see some examples of advice. Like a lot of the advice that men ask women are mostly about more feminine energy things like children, babies, plants, food, things that men really are not good at, you know? And like the same thing goes for women. I'm not saying that you know, men are not good at feminine things like cooking and laundry and, oh my God, I'm like labeling feminine masculine now. But you know what I mean. Women have a tendency to appreciate beauty more and for style and atmosphere and how things are feeling at the moment and intuition and everything. And please, let's not degrade these things. They're extremely important. You know, the masculine holds the container. The feminine actually fills the container with beauty, flow, chaos, um, love, you know, all of those things that are so, so, so valuable, you know, and our world wouldn't be going around without the feminine. You know, if men would just rule the world without masculine energies, which, which is ruling the world because it's all about progress and um, moving forward. Of course, we, we live in a world that's exaggerated on the masculine. But there is a reason for that. But so anyways, if we lived in the world completely driven by masculine energy, things would just be dull. They would be gray. And a lot of the things would actually, men would just be boys, you know, playing their toys, you know. Women have a very powerful effect on men and that feminine energy is such a powerful energy that it can, it can destroy and kill and revive and it's that chaos, it's that ebb and flow of the ocean that constantly moves, that knows how to surrender but also knows how to stand up for herself. And so that is very alluring and attractive to the masculine. So where I was going to this. Yeah, (laughs) I forgot. But anyways, you get the point. (laughs) I digress so much. But yeah, so if you're attracting those men, you know, who are asking you a lot for advice, time to step back and let them do their thing, you know, and appreciate him figuring things out. We're really respecting men and we are attracted to men who are ready to figure things out, who are there not giving up who is there to really look for solution and make things happen and build things from scratch and fail and try again. You know, this is what it's all about. Okay, so I get very passionate about this, but animal care. Yeah. All right. So I think this is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I hope this was very helpful. And I'll see you on the other episode, which is rule number nine. Hang Hang on a second. Oh, my God. One of my favorite rules again. Don't play the 50-50 game. Very important. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode. All right, girlfriends, hope you enjoyed listening or watching to this episode. And if you did, and if you resonate with most of the things I'm saying, and you want to learn more, and you want to finally start attracting masculine men, I have an invitation for you. So, as you know, I am committed and passionate about helping successful women attract and keep committed masculine men. So 
I have a personal invitation for you. If you're resonating with everything and you're ready to step up and invest in yourself and take things to the next level, I would love, love, love to talk to you and see if you would be a fit for my work and what I do. And so basically what I'm doing is I'm inviting you and it's a personal invitation If you, only if you resonate because I don't work for, with everyone and I'm not here to just, you know, make a quick buck and whatever. I'm here committed to your result and I will make sure that we go until the end and that we get you the result that you want which is start attracting better men. So I invite you to sign up to actually apply for a free discovery call with me. It's a call that is one hour long and what we do is we talk about your current situation, where you are today and what's wrong, quote unquote wrong, with your dynamics with men, what you don't like and then we're going to talk about what you really want and where you want to get. And at the end, if I find that that's a good fit, I'll tell you what I do and I'll offer you to join us and uh, how we could work together. So just to give you a bit of context, this, this experience is all about and what I'm going to offer to you, only if I find that that's a good fit, is about, number one, putting yourself in the best position to start attracting committed masculine men. And not through tactics and techniques or tips, tricks, whatever, but just by being you and understanding and appreciating men, thus creating a deeper relationship with yourself as a feminine essence woman and attract better committed masculine men. Number two, it's all about letting go of overworking perfectionism and the need to control by overcoming your limiting beliefs, patterns, and obstacles to rediscover your worth and enoughness and rebuilding your faith in your own voice, in your own decisions, and exploring your boundaries and so on and so on. Number three, it's all about letting your body lead, stop overthinking, and start trusting your gut and your heart when it comes to making decisions, expanding and embracing your range of emotions, cultivating sense of awareness and pleasure and feeling more without apologizing for it. And I know if you're here, you understand and you know that the path to your masculine man, who's a conscious, healthy man, is through you. It's through embracing your feminine nature. It's through running with the wolves and embracing your wild feminine side and actually gaining power from it. And a healthy masculine man will only be attracted to that if you get to that place yourself. And last but not least, it's all about becoming deeply connected to yourself as a woman. Understand what true femininity is exploring deeper levels of intimacy, and finally becoming free, lighter, and open. Embracing basically the feminine side of polarity, because again, this is what your masculine man wants. And it's all about stop living in the masculine energy by pushing, doing, and choosing all the time and start living in joy, freedom, and your wild nature where you can surrender, where you can finally let go. Trust me, this is an amazing place to be and it's easy and joyful and it feels natural and feels like a woman. So if you resonate, go to girlskill.com slash apply and there's going to be a short survey, step one. Just apply there and then the next step is to schedule a call with me. It's going to be an hour. We have fun on this call, so I hope to see you there. And my my calendar is booked for another, I mean, booked. My calendar is open for another week. So go ahead and do that. If you don't see times that are available for you, make sure you email me because I'll always make time for you to make sure that you get your spot. All right, girlfriend, keep running with wolves and I'll see you next week. Okay, bye. (laughs) 